it's a catalyst of panic, anxiety, PTSD, and phobias. Sweating, shortness of breath, rapid heartbeat, and so much more. It's overwhelming, paralyzing, and limiting. It is fear. Today, let's talk about getting past that fear, even if you have to do something scared. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. A long time ago, I wrote a blog post for my empowered educator, and it was called Embracing Fear. I recently found most of that information and I pulled it out and so much of it is relevant right now at this particular time. Of course, I reworded it a little bit so it fits this situation and fits your situation, but it is still so relevant for me and for so many of you right now. Fear of the unknown or it's got an actual name. It's called xenophobia. It keeps us from doing anything that may be out of the zone of comfort that we all love to nestle into. Xenophobia holds us back from the great treasures that God has waiting for us and that we may have discovered if we had only taken that first step, no matter how uncomfortable it was. Fear itself is not bad. It keeps us safe. Paralyzing fear or illogical fear is a lie of the enemy, however. Fear that is keeping you from moving forward in your career or other big decisions that you are supposed to make, it's just the enemy getting in your way. One time, I applied at my church to be a praise and worship minister. This was an an anxiety-inducing action for me. Even though I had been on stage hundreds of times and I'd been playing the keys or singing, this action was outside of my comfort zone. When I applied to work in suburban and then urban education after only being a rural educator for almost all of my career, well, for all of my career, and then on top of that, live in a city away from my family, I was extremely nervous and scared, but I did it. You may have moments in this phase of your life right now that give you anxiety and may even be paralyzing. You may be doing things that are uncomfortable and possibly out of your level of 
expertise. You may be worried about being disciplined enough to go to college or brave enough to start a new career or organized enough to start your own business. Can you even afford to go to college? Well, my friend, can you afford not to? You have so many questions, but you have so many unknown answers as well. One thing that stifles all of our movement forward, or some of us in our movement forward, is being wrong or being criticized. A lot of times that fear comes from just those two things, being wrong or being criticized. Fear is not always a manifestation from something tangible, such as my unreasonable fear of spiders, but it can be materialized from our inner self. What if I'm wrong? What is the worst thing that can happen if you're wrong? My fear of being a praise team leader was not about my ability to play keys or sing well, but the thought that others may see me mess up. If I do, then others may be critical of my efforts. I decided that I would seek criticism as a way to grow myself. If others don't like the way I lead, then I will work harder to be better at it. And ladies, sometimes I create criticism in my own head before it even happens, and I cause myself to have anxiety. My church congregation has never told me I failed, even when I completely lost my place one time, stopped playing, started laughing, and then just got up from the piano and said, sorry guys. They just laughed with me, not at me. Luckily, we were at the very end of where I needed, and I was ready to stop anyway, so it worked out, but yeah. They didn't care. They just laughed with me and they were like, yep, that happens. Sometimes we just need to embrace a challenge. Realizing and embracing fear leads to change. Remember that I said I had an unreasonable fear of spiders? A while back, a little tiny jumping spider was in our bay window. I noticed that there were fly remains in the window also. I decided that since the spider was earning her keep... And let me tell you how I know she was a um, girl. Well, she had about 50 little babies and they were crawling all over my houseplants. But I let her stay. And for some reason, I began to check on them every day. I even found a little soda, um, soda bottle cap and I put water in it so that they wouldn't die of thirst. And my boys gave the mama a name. It was a weird name and it was actually a boy's name. I think one was Hank and I can't remember. We had two and I don't even remember what the other one was, but I think Hank was one of them. Oh, I think it was Tom. So we had Hank and Tom, not at the same time, but so this is two events of having spiders that had babies in my window. And I don't even care that my boys named them boy names because I wasn't about to check the gender if you catch my drift. So why do we fear change? Change can be good. If you look for the good in it, you're going to find it. We fear change because it's uncomfortable, guys. I had to make myself uncomfortable by letting the spiders live in my house where I knew at any moment they could crawl into my bedroom and kill me in my sleep. Now, I might be being just a little bit dramatic on this point, but you get my gist. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Guys, we have to overcome that fear of change. We need to get outside of our comfort zone. I want you to get outside of your comfort zone. I already did. I let spiders live in my house. 
Give yourself some encouragement. Start small, like jumping spider kind of small. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture of whatever the opportunity presents to you. You can start small. Accept the situation, but you don't have to be a victim of it. So I had the situation of spiders living in my house. I could accept it. I didn't have to be victimized by this little tiny spider who was crawling around my bay window. Embrace fear, reflect on it, and then move on and look for criticism and learn for it. If you're looking for criticism, you're not going to be scared to get it. And no matter what you do, do whatever it is scared. Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He knows that you're going to be scared about some things, guys, but he is going to push you. He is always going to make you step outside of your comfort zone, embrace that fear and do the thing that he wants you to do. I remember one time, Beth Moore, we've gone to Beth Moore um, conferences a lot as a church, a women's church group. And one time she was talking about being in a, um, an airport and she saw this guy and God told her to brush this man's hair. And she's like, are you kidding me? She was a little scared to walk up to some complete stranger in an airport and brush his hair. But she was obedient because if you do not do what God tells you, even if you are scared, you are being disobedient. She walked over to that man. She asked him if he could, if she could brush his hair and he started crying because he wasn't as able to take care of himself because he was older. And I may start crying here in just a second myself, but he had been away from his wife for a really long time. I think she had been in the hospital or something and he was going to see her for the first time in a really long time. And Beth, following that calling, following and being obedient to what God had told her to do, blessed her and that man and probably blessed his wife as well. And you always do things scared anyway. You take driver's tests when you're scared. You apply for jobs when you're scared. You had a baby and You were probably scared or you bought your first house or you got married and you were scared to do these things, but you did them anyway. So do whatever it is that God is telling you to do. If you're scared to go back to college, it's okay. Guys, I've been a college person for, well, pretty much 40 some years and I kept going and I did it. I was really scared to defend my paper for my doctoral dissertation but I could not get my doctorate degree finished if I did not defend. So I stood up there scared, shaking in my boots, and I did it anyway. And guess what? I graduated a week later. Did I have some mistakes? Absolutely. Did they make me correct some things? Absolutely. Did they laugh at me? Not even a little bit. Did they feel for me because they knew I was nervous and scared? Yes. These were very godly people that were on my committee And they embraced my fear and gave me comfort during that moment. And that accomplishment felt so good. So good. You can do it, ladies. Do 
whatever it is God is telling you to do at this moment and be obedient to him. You are responsible for your own emotions and your own positive self-talk. So talk yourself into it. Get out there and get the thing done, ladies. I hope today's content has blessed you and given you some encouragement in some way. I would love it if you would hop on over to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes and leave me a rating or review. Um, that's the only way that I get noticed is if you guys help me help get me bumped up there and people can find me easier. And I would love to read your review on the show. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Jump on over to our Facebook group as well. We are having some fun over there, getting to know each other, um, talking to each other, just enjoying each other's company. I put some fun things in there. I put a lot of things in there. So come on over the notes. Um, sorry, the link will be in the show notes. And ladies, I would love to help you get clear on your calling. I would love to help you identify the talents and gifts that God has given you. And I would love to help you realize what your passions are and where your interest and talents your passions and those God-given talents that he gave you, where they mesh so you know what options are out there. And I can do that if you connect with me. You can email me at Mel Vandevort, that's M-E-L-V-A-N-D-E-V-O-R-T at gmail.com. And of course, that link will be in the show notes. And I also have an empowerment session link that you can click on and schedule an empowerment session with me. I would love to connect with you ladies and help you get started on this journey. So I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I hope that the Lord blesses and keeps you, that his face shines upon you, that he is gracious to you, that he lifts you up and gives you peace. Bye-bye, my friends. Mm -hmm.